Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Beyond Trans Podcast. My name is Andre, and I'll be your host today. The intention of our Beyond Trans Podcast is to bring upliftment to the transgender community and to the humanity of the world. And the way that we offer our podcast is we offer tools. If you imagine a toolkit, right, there's the, a toolkit and inside of it is all of these tools that help us to make things work in our life. So we offer some practical tools to assist in living as trans in the world out as ourselves. So we do have an email, and I would like to share that with you now. Please feel free to email us any questions, comments, um, anything you'd like to cover. We appreciate your feedback always. Our email is beyondtrans at gmail.com without the E and beyond. So it's B-Y-O-N-D-T-R-A-N-S at gmail.com. That's just how we did it. So, again, B-Y-O-N-D-T-R-A-N-S at gmail.com. Welcome to Beyond Trans. So, today's podcast is part one of Self-Care is a Thing. Self-care. You know, I really didn't pay much attention to self-care before I came out as trans in the world. And it just seems like there's more to be responsible for and maintain as myself in day-to-day living. So uh, I talked with some friends and gathered together some self-care tips. So there's... In self-care, we broke it out into four parts. There's the mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. So in part one of self-care, we'll be covering the physical aspect. Okay. So one thing about self-care to be aware of is that it's not selfish. It's very much a, a giving It's a self-compassionate thing. We can't take care of others. We cannot take care of the world. We cannot take care of our family. We cannot take care of co-workers or customers or friends or our animals, our beloved Karma Devis, unless we take care of ourselves first. So, take a breath. And we deserve to take care of ourselves first and foremost so that we can take care of others. So, we deserve it. So, the first thing I'd like to go over in the physical self-care, we're going to be going over uh, a to-do list, We'll be going over some intangibles of self-care on this podcast today. 
and then we'll be closing with a visualization. So the first thing I'd like to go over is a daily to-do list. How wonderful is a daily to-do list? It keeps us grounded in what's most important, right? It reminds us of appointments. It reminds us of like what there's to manage for ourselves out in the world every single day. And when we when we list things out, right, what I like to do is just make a list and then go back and look at the list. And then we can give each situation the value and priority it deserves. So I'm going to say that again. Give each situation the value and priority it deserves. A lot of times we'll make a list of things to do and just do them. Um, but when we're living for ourselves and we're living for others and living for something beyond um, just being here day to day, it's good to to give each situation the value and priority it deserves. It gives us, it puts the power back in our hands. It says, you know what, I'm going to tell my story, otherwise other people will end up telling your story for you. So by giving each situation the value and priority it deserves, the way that we are living our lives is we're telling our story. And a lot of times, if we don't make a to-do list or we don't prioritize, every day we forget what's most important to us on our heart, what's most important to us in our lives, like we give it up because of these other things. These other things to maintain, which given, yes, they're important. Yes, okay, I got to pay the rent today. You know, I need to uh, go to work. You know, I'm blessed to go to work. I get to go to work. You know, those types of things. And and then there's the things that really um, sometimes aren't present for us that are important for us that we've shut down because we've been so closeted or we've been in survival mode about being out in the world and what's most important to us. So in the beyond trans realm, it's about coming out fully, blossoming fully in who we are beyond just the transness of, you know, transitioning. It's flowering and becoming who we truly are and remembering what's most important to us and honoring that. A way that we can do that is to ask ourselves, what can I do today that my future self will thank me for? <laughs> so again, I'm going to say that again. What can I do today or and, and how can I be that my future self will thank me for? Well, that opens a whole new realm for some of us. It's like, gosh, I haven't even thought of my future self. But um, when we make believe and stretch our imagination about who are, of, of, of simply visualizing and imagining for ourselves what our future self is like, then we're giving ourselves something to live into every day in the here and now because here today, we're planting seeds. Every single day, every single moment, we're planting seeds 
for the future. So what's what assists us is visualizing our future self, right? And then we have seeds that we can plant today that will bloom and flower and become into our assist us in blooming, blooming and flowering and becoming into our future selves, right? So it's all part of self-care. So, you know, making believe and stretching our imagination about our future selves could be um, imagining that we're so full of inner peace and self-compassion and joy and and that's it. And we don't have to imagine like what's around us. We just imagine that feeling. So it's the feeling of our future self. The feeling of our future self. It could be imagining what's around us as well. It could be imagining what we're doing. Okay? What is, what is our heart? What is the art of our heart? And every day we're planting seeds for that. So it's the feeling of who we are. It's what's around us, and it's what we're doing. And enjoying that and having fun and, you know, it gets us out beyond the, has us appreciate the day-to-dayness of life and gives us something to look forward to and step into for ourselves. So, our future selves. So then, coming back to our daily to-do list, right, we have these things that we're doing that are the day-to-dayness of life and it can um, be salt and peppered in what's important to us and it's so important that we give to ourselves doing things that are important to us and if we're on a budget if we're broke you know it doesn't have to stop us we can still do things you know we just have to get creative don't be stopped never ever be stopped you know it's up to us to generate and cause our what's important to us in life not not to count on anybody else around us now granted we can make requests of people around us and yet the generating and the causing of what's important to us it's really up to us and sometimes we forget that responsibility so bringing that back onto ourselves and taking full responsibility for the happiness of our lives and the participating in what doing in our lives what's most important to us. So one of the things I like to include in a daily to-do list um, are basic habits, you know, like um, healthy eating, um, drinking more water. You know, healthy eating people, you know, some people might microwave hot dogs and eat them or, you know, or I don't have time to eat healthy or whatever. And yet, there really are ways to make healthier choices for ourselves. Um, it could be just eating more greens or, you know, incorporating more greens into our diet or, you know, just drinking an extra bottle of water a day or, you know, something. Just making choices for ourselves that are a little bit healthier every day. And it's not necessarily about the the quantity of life, it's about the quality of our lives and bringing appreciation into, you know, everything that we get to do while we're here. So habits. What habits are on my daily to-do list that 
I'm, I'm choosing to do. And sometimes, you know, we create new habits for ourselves and they're not easy initially. It's, you know, to get that ball rolling, it's not easy. It really takes something. And so to be patient with ourselves and, you know, to take a breath and give ourselves permission to begin new habits, um, you know, and, you know, whatever it looks like for yourself to build and to, uh, you know, create that momentum for yourself. It might mean creating a daily checklist, you know, for 30 days, you know, 21 days to break a habit. Some people say, well, 21 days to maybe start a new habit too. So, um, keeping track every day of, you know, a habit so that it's tangible for you and you see, you see your, you know, increase of, participation in that it takes cultivation to create new habits healthy habits for ourselves so um, another thing is you could um, ask ask somebody to listen uh, while you hold yourself accountable to what it is that you're going to do you know as far as you know setting small goals for ourselves the small goals lead to the larger goals Somebody said, you know, by the inch, life's a cinch. By the yard, life is hard. So, you know, creating small goals for ourselves. By the inch, life's a cinch. By the yard, life is hard. And so taking those inches, those incrementals, and asking someone to listen while you hold yourself accountable to what it is that you're going to do to live into that future self, you know, and allowing them to support you. It's a wonderful thing. So daily to-do list keeps us grounded, keeps us present to what's most important to our life. Um, I also like to include on my daily to-do list every single day an affirmation for myself so that when I'm out there living life, Boom, I get slammed, right? The mind does its thing. What is my affirmation? How am I going to, you know, create that protection for myself? Because, um, you know, it's, it's not just an outer battle. It's, you know, it's the mind and the old thought patterns that we're breaking through and relinquishing and letting go as we allow new thought patterns for ourselves. So, yes, an affirmation for the day. Have that on your daily to-do list if you choose. So, the physicality. <clears throat> We're giving each situation the value and priority it deserves in our lives. You know, and let's face it, they change from day to day, depending on, you know, where we are in our lives. So, you know, being flexible with those values and priorities and just knowing what's most important to you every day. Nobody else knows. Nobody else knows but you. And it's up to us to come out to ourselves and to come out to the world with really what's most important to us. Because we deserve it, just like everybody else. So daily to-do list, um, you can think about anything else that's important to you and how you want to structure your daily to-do list, but um, can't say enough about that as far as self-care. 
Okay, uh, next topic is in the realm of self-care, part one, is we're going to talk about the intangibles of self-care, just a few that come to mind for me right off the bat. Um, the first one is, um, we'll call it boundaries. Boundaries are a huge thing. Boundaries are what helps us to give a sense of ourself in the world, to honor ourselves. Um, we can have boundaries with kindness. I remember the first time I heard about boundaries, I never even knew there was such a thing. And then as I started to create them, the people around me, you know, kind of went, hmm, you know. And just remember that as you change, you know, people around you will you know, do what they'll do, and so just to allow them their experience. Um, boundaries, we can be aggressive, we can be passive, okay, there's a spectrum, passive-aggressive, you might, might have heard of passive-aggressiveness. There's also a realm in the middle called assertive, and this is a healthy thing, okay, a Aggressive can be real pushy, passive. People never know what you want. You might walk around thinking, I need help, I need help, I need help, or I need this, I need that, right? That's so passive. We expect people to read our minds. I remember for many, many years, I always expected people to read my minds when I was just, you know, calling out for help. Um, I was never really calling out for help. It was just all mental. So being real about our passivity Okay, um, if it's in our mind and nobody knows about it, chances are it's not going to make a difference for us. So it's having the courage to speak, to make requests that brings it from the realm of passivity into assertiveness. Assertiveness, there's this thing called making requests, right? So we've been at our job six years and we've never gotten a raise and we walk around thinking, I really deserve a raise, I really deserve a raise, I really deserve a raise, or we're resentful or whatever. Okay, that's passivity. Assertiveness is walking into the manager's office, being having the courage to open our mouths and say, you know, I've been here six years, you know, and you can bring a list or whatever. This is why I feel I deserve a way why I feel I deserve a raise, and so I'm making a request for a raise, right? That's healthy. That's assertiveness. That's letting go of passivity. And I'll tell you, making requests is a really huge thing in the realm of assertiveness. Learning how to make requests can really make a difference as far as communication and asking for what we desire. Very big. Okay, and then the other realm is aggressive. We might find or experience um, other people to be aggressive around us or we're not aware of our own aggressiveness. And aggressiveness can be a put-off. It's, um, sometimes we're aggressive because we're afraid our needs won't be met. Sometimes it is appropriate to be aggressive if somebody's being physically or verbally abusive, right? You, you give that energetic pushback or you turn and you walk away and you do not engage, which is, which is a wonderful thing. Um, so when we're aggressive, sometimes it comes through in our voice tone. Um, 
Sometimes it comes through in our physical actions. Sometimes it comes through just through our psychic space, like we're being really aggressive. So we can check in with ourselves, like, am I being aggressive? And if we are, back off, because really we're being aggressive with ourselves first and foremost. So we back off, take a breath, and just find that assertiveness, again, that middle spectrum of living life. And in yoga, it's stira stukam asanam is how it's said in Sanskrit. And it's it's really great. It's um, the only thing in the Yoga Sutras that's mentioned about uh, Hatha Yoga. And it's effort without tension. So if you imagine applying yoga, doing yoga, right? If you're doing physical yoga, um, effort without tension, like what does that feel like physically? And then we can take that effort without tension and live our lives that way. So we're putting forth our greatest effort in the things that we do, but without tension. When I learned about that, it just gave me a whole new way to operate and be in the world and flow through life and flow in the world and in my job. Effort without tension, something to contemplate. Okay, so that's so that's boundaries. Um, another boundary, you know, that I learned. Um, one more thing to say about boundaries is loving ourselves, having the courage to love ourselves more than we love others. You know, there's a time when we know it's not healthy in some of the relationships that we have, and it's not the people; it's you know their behaviors, and so. A boundary is saying, I love you, and I love myself more. So sometimes we need to distance ourselves or take space from others who are making unhealthy choices that we don't want to participate in, but we don't know how to let go. And the way, and a way to do that is to say, you know what, I love you, and I love myself more. And it's making that choice to love ourselves more. And so what does that look like in our daily lives is maybe walking away from some people, you know, and sometimes we're afraid because we won't have friends or we'll, you know, we'll just be by ourselves or, you know, and it's confronting those things in life that aren't easy to confront. But if we don't confront them and continue to make unhealthy choices, guess what? That's insanity. Insanity is defined as doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result. Again, insanity, doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result. So and part of Beyond Trans is <clears throat> learning new ways to live a life, living life that we love that we love and find peace and balance with ourselves and self-compassion. transforming ourselves truly into who we are, letting go of old habits, old behaviors, old miasms that just don't serve us anymore. <clears throat> and the way we do that is I love you and I love myself more. It's boundaries. It's daily to-do lists where we're living into our future self, right? Another thing is saying no. Right, I, 
I remember the first time I learned that I could really say no, giving myself permission to say no. No, thank you. Wow, right? Making a healthy choice for ourselves. Like, we're running, 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 doing, 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 doing for others, and then all of a sudden, you know what? No, thank you. I'm going to go home and rest. Put our feet up, rest, relax, and give to ourselves. So that's something you can practice. I have a friend of mine that she said, she's trans, and she said, you know what? I'm going to get a tattoo of no on my wrist. That's her first tattoo, I remember. And I said, why? Why would you get no? She said, because it'll remind me that that's actually a choice for myself. You know, so it can actually be that prevalent for us, for all of us who are do-gooders or so busy doing, right? So learning to say no when we feel it's appropriate to say no. We can be kind with boundaries. It's not mean. We can be kind with boundaries. Another self-care intangible, right? So we've gone over boundaries. Another one is, is permission to be. A lot of times we don't give ourselves permission to be new ways, like permission to be strong. We don't need permission to be strong. We don't need permission from anybody. It's just simply being strong. And there's other ways that we haven't perhaps given ourselves permission to be in life. And by ways, I mean ways of being. Have I given myself permission to, you know, be at peace? Have I given myself permission to be assertive? You know, and there's nothing out there that will give evidence or cause for these ways of being. It's just us simply giving ourselves permission to be that way. So something to contemplate and ask ourselves is, you know, where, how do I desire, how, in what ways can I give myself more permission to be? And do it for yourself, right? It's not waiting on somebody outside of you. It's not waiting on a situation or event, right? Sometimes you think, oh, I just need to work less. Then I'll, then I'll be more relaxed. No, it's giving ourselves permission and then living from that space. And then it comes over and bleeds through all of our life, all of the ways that we live. Permission to be. So what ways today are you giving yourself permission to be? Another self-care intangible is our emotions, our feelings. A lot of times we experience feelings, we have feelings, and they we're so afraid that we're going to be overcome by them and that we are them, that we deny them or don't feel them. And it's so important to feel our feelings. I know a lot of us are terrified by them or have been terrified by them in the past to the point where we've done drugs, addictions, uh, drinking, smoking, sex, other people, you know, whatever we need to do to avoid feeling the terror of whatever. And yet I promise you that if we are willing to feel our feelings, that we are not our feelings number one, and number two, choosing to feel our feelings is the way that we heal. 
So it might mean taking space for yourself. It might mean calling a friend and asking them to listen while you share your feelings and move through your feelings and allow yourself to move through them fully and completely, letting them hold you, you know, whatever, a family member. It's so important that we feel our feelings. It's healthy. It's part of the experience of being here. And it takes courage. It's extreme vulnerability. And vulnerability is strength. A lot of times we think vulnerability is weakness. And yet vulnerability is such a strength. And I acknowledge you for your courage to be who you are first and foremost, making that choice to live your life as yourself and choosing to feel your feelings and just to be here. I know being here can be an everyday struggle. So thank you and I love you. And remember self-care, 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 self-care. It's a thing, it's a thing. <laughs> okay, so self-care intangibles, boundaries, emotions, permission to be, saying no. Another thing is self-compassion. Unless we have compassion for ourselves, we can't receive it from others or feel it from others or have it for others, perhaps. So self-compassion, contemplate that for yourself. What does it feel like? You know, what can you do to cultivate self-compassion in your life? Because you deserve it. Compassion is so important. You know, we're, we're fragile beings here on Tara. <laughs> we really are, all of us, all of humanity. And so to, to cultivate that self-love and self-compassion is really something. You know, there's no reward for it out there in the world. Probably not rewarded for it at the job or by friends or, yeah, hey, thanks for your self-compassion. You know, you get blah, blah. You get the monthly bonus. You get the employee parking spot. No. You know, there's so many things that we can do and be that just aren't rewarded out in the world but are so important and so valid for, you know, affirming life and affirming who you are. And it takes taking inventory, taking stock to know what those are for you. Only you, knew, only you know what those are for you, important in your heart. Self-care. Your habits. Right? What are your daily habits? Our daily habits become our character. So paying attention to our habits. It doesn't mean being mean to ourselves regarding our habits. It means, first of all, becoming aware of them. Noticing them. What are my habits? When somebody says something to me, do I take it personal? Do I bite back? You know? What are my eating habits? You know, what are my habits of living? You know, what do I want to change? It's up to you, you know. There's no rules. Cultivating healthy habits for yourself if you choose. It's a wonderful thing. Also in self-care is our surroundings, the people that we surround ourselves with. So important. Helps to shape who we are. Do we have a mentor? Do we have a counselor? Do we have friends? Do we have a support group? 
Do we have a tribe? Do we have um, people that we can go to that, you know, when the stuff hits the fan, we know they're count honorable. They're an ally. You know those people in your life. Also, letting them know that you appreciate them is really something. Speaking it. To me, just, you know, makes a difference. Family members, you know. So surroundings is the people that we choose to surround ourselves with. We have a choice of who we choose to surround ourselves with. You know, we're very blessed in that we can manifest based on how we're treating ourselves, people around us that will treat us same. People that love us, best friends, that will really be there for us. And we can thank them. Okay? Another thing of surroundings is look around you as you're listening to this podcast. Right? Is your surrounding messy? Can you maybe straighten it up a little? Have you been depressed? Have you not been able to get out of bed? It's all okay. We all have those days. And we can do a little something to uplift our surroundings. You know, you might want to create a little uh, puja for yourself where you have things that are special to you, you know, pictures that are special to you, you know, living things from nature or, you know, whatever's important to you in your life, you know, little sayings. Um, and then when you create your to-do list every day, you, you know, sit next to that puja or altar or whatever you want to call it, you know, that special table where you have things that remind you of what's most important to you in your life. Like, no kidding, right? Like, um, just that remind you of who you are. So that those surroundings, those self-care, builds an energetic around you so that when you go out in the world and live as yourself, you, you have a place to come back to, not only physically at the end of the day, but... In the day when you're out in the world at the grocery line, you can think of that, that place where you sit and that table or puja or altar, and it can remind you of you and take a breath and, you know, fill yourself with yourself because sometimes we forget who we are because there's so much going on around us, you know, the the noise, the music, the people talking, the just the, you know, the day-to-dayness of, you know, traffic out in the world and things, so... So surroundings, becoming aware of your surroundings. Do you like them? Are they wonderful? If not, you can always change them. And you don't have to have an, a, a great budget to do so. You can simply move something. Some, I often move things in the, in the apartment if um, I'm just feeling to change. Just change it like that. And it makes a difference. So those is this uh, self-care part one. Those are just a few things that I wanted to go over. Um, and as we wrap up the podcast, we're going to uh, just remind you of our email. Please, please, please send us any emails. Please make requests, right? Beyondtrans at gmail.com without the E and beyond. B-Y-O-N-D-T-R-A-N-S at gmail.com. And thank you so much for listening. We're going to close with a visualization today. 
And before we do, I just want you to know how much you are appreciated. I appreciate you. How much you are loved. I love you for being here on earth right now. You're very important. You choosing to be you, the courage and everything it takes to be you. I, I have a sense of, I can't say because I'm not you, but I have a sense of it. And you are loved. You are valid. You're here. You're here for a reason and just know that. And take a breath throughout the day if you need to, to just re-presence and bring yourself back to yourself and to the love that you are because you very much matter. We're going to close with a visualization. So just close your eyes. Become closing the mouth, breathing in and out through the nose. Becoming aware of the breath and just being. There's nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. Just feeling yourself in the body. Feet on the earth. And let's all visualize as we maintain the breath with the eyes closed that here on earth, imagine a future where there is no such thing anymore as coming out. Coming out is a no thing. What does that look like? What does that feel like? What do the people around you feel like? What do you feel like? What does the earth feel like? And then just gently coming back to this moment, back to the breath, becoming aware of yourself back in the room as you are in the body, gently opening the eyes, taking a breath. Thank you for listening to Beyond Trans and thank you for for participating. Listening is very much a participation. Thank you for your participation. I love you. Om Shanti. Namaste. This is Beyond Trans.